0: Hey everybody, this is Richard Deitcher and welcome to the Sports Media Podcast. My producer is Patrick Antonetti. This is a emergency podcast. Very exciting. Um, haven't done a ton of these. Um, maybe we'll do more in the future because it's fun to do. But it is off the major news broken on Wednesday night by the New York Post, Andrew Marchand. a Just a phenomenal scoop here that Fox lead NFL analyst Trey Aikman is nearing a deal with ESPN to become the network's new lean analyst on Monday Night Football. Um, sources at uh, both those networks confirmed that reporting to me at The Athletic, confirmed that reporting to my upcoming guest, Jimmy Trina as well. But this is a massive story with uh, that will have reverberations at multiple networks. So I wanted to... Um, I want to do something really quick and just talk about it with somebody and very, very pleased to be joined by Jimmy Traina of Sports Illustrated. All right. So as I said, very excited to bring in Jimmy Traina of Sports Illustrated for this emergency podcast. Jimmy, this is the first emergency podcast I think me and you have done ever, perhaps.
1: I'm I'm glad you're able to do it. I was worried about you with, with the shakes and the tremors. You know, with the Twitter. Yeah, it's strong, so it's, I'm glad it's you're
0: the, able to do this. It's, it's okay. it, so far so good. And uh, I feel like uh, mental health wise it's uh, it's a, it's a smart move, but again, we're we're early stages on this. All right. So let's get to this story. First of all, ph- phenomenal break by Andrew Marsha and the New York Post. I gotta give it up to him. It's a major, major story which uh, which he broke on Wednesday night and it obviously has significant reverberations uh, across multiple media entities. So I think let's start, Jimmy, let's start with ESPN and start very broadly. When you you saw this news, what was your reaction?
1: My reaction was, uh, you know, I have a very healthy ego, but my reaction was like, oh my God, I talked about this exact thing on the SI Media podcast last week, not knowing really it would happen so soon after because- In talking about these things out loud, the story for months has been Al Michaels. Uh, NBC's booting Al. He's going to go to Amazon. I've been saying Al should make a play. I think I said it to you when you came on my podcast. Al should make a play for Monday Night Football so he doesn't have to go to Amazon. And then in having Marshan on my podcast last week, we were talking about all this, and he kept bringing up, um, you know, we, we kept talking about Troy, and just like a lightning bolt went off in my head that, like. The intriguing thing here is Troy not al we've been sleeping on it. Um I had Troy on on my podcast I think back in November.
0: So and, and I had him was, on last month, yeah. Or this month, yeah, and, sorry. <laughs> and
1: he and you know I was shocked by that appearance because normally in a situation like a situation like that when someone would come on they would say uh, you know I'm not thinking about my future I'm trying to get through this season I love Fox I, you know this this and Troy was basically like, yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do. He was saying that. In November, and when they say that, that means they may leave. Yep. Um, so when I saw the Martian thing Wednesday night, my first thought was, oh, this is terrible timing. I'm supposed to be off for the next four days on a little mini vacation.
0: So <laughs> it's, it's only about you. Nice.
1: <laughs> and, you know, and then, yeah, there was a little bit of a holy shit reaction to it. And and then we'll get into this. And I wrote about this last night. And I said, i you know. It's a huge. It's to me. This is a huge win and a huge coup for ESPN and Monday Night Football. But this, to me now, is this story's about Fox. Fox, in my opinion, it's kind of screwed because where are they going? Where are they going?
0: All right. So I think uh, you you brought up a lot there. So let's just to to clarify. I spoke to Troy on Jan- so January twenty seventh is when I put the piece out in the athletics. I must have talked to him a couple of days before that. For the sports media podcast. So I talked to Troy in January, and you are correct. He was, you know, for a guy in a position who has a, you know, a, a contract negotiation, he was pretty honest about saying, Yeah, I'm talking to multiple places, and I don't know where my, uh, you know, I don't know where it's going to go, but I expect it to be finished shortly after the Super Bowl. You know, he acknowledged he was talking to Amazon, did not mention ESPN. Uh, to me, so it'll be curious to see, you know, sort of if ev- eventually we'll learn this sort of if and when those negotiations start. And from what I understand, we're talking about the highest levels of Disney and ESPN. This, uh, when you're talking about that kind of money, that that goes to the Disney level, Disney board level, you know, Jimmy Pitaro level. That, that's can I answer in that? Go and ahead, you one, yeah, please. one
1: question Do you think it sure. really was just a case of like there were so many reports, especially you know, Marsha and a lot of people reporting? That Amazon wanted Troy, and do you think ESPN just saw that and said, "Well, if he's going to leave Fox, why don't we make it play?" Like I I don't actually think it was probably more difficult than that.
0: Well, I will say, listen. First of all, you know, Marshan is 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 well well sourced here, so he would probably have better insight than me. My sense, Jimmy, sort of having written about some other negotiations, is that Troy's representatives probably we're talking to ESPN at at some point during all of this. I I don't think that ESPN necessarily like read things about Troy's interest in Amazon. And all of a sudden we're like, Hmm, you know, let's call Troy to see what's up. I I think these things, there's, there's, first of all, there's ongoing conversations between agents and networks, you know, going on throughout the whole year or years per se. Now, there are times obviously contractually where you're not allowed to talk to a network, you know, be, there's no negotiating, uh, time frame, but there, you know, like everything else, there's probably ways around that as, as well. So if I had to guess, and it's just pure, this is pure speculation on my part, my guess would be that someone from the ESPN world was talking to representatives of Troy in January. Right. Like, I don't think this thing well, just no. started now. I, that, that could turn out to be wrong, but, but where it gets really interesting to me is Unless Troy was playing really big poker here, I, and you probably would agree with this when you talked to him in November, I got no sense that he was thinking ESPN front and center versus Amazon when I talked to him in January. So clearly over the last so couple of weeks, I think significant that's movements why happened.
1: I'm, that's why, I, yeah, that was my question. Yeah. But I will say when I had him on in November, now there's a big difference. You had him January, I had him November. When I had him in November, I came away with that. And I think I, I, I wrote this, maybe. I, my impression of Troy in November was he's going to whoever's paying him the most money. It, it, I, I, he didn't, I didn't get a sense that the tug of Fox was going to be that big for him. I think he was like, I don't know if there's friction there. I don't know if he just wants the Romo money. I don't know if he just wanted a, a change. I do know. I mean, I know that whole crew, they were not thrilled when the Thursday night package came and they ended up having to do two games a week. He even said on my podcast, he didn't like that yeah, schedule at all. Yeah.
0: Said so, it to me too, yeah.
1: I'm stunned that he was not more about, oh, you know, I'm not thinking about that. And, and so who knows? I, I think it came down to strictly a money play. I think, listen, if ESPN didn't get the additions in the past couple of years they've gotten in terms of Super Bowls and playoffs, Troy's not doing great
0: Yep, um, yep.
1: Because Sunday at four twenty-five is still a much better gig than Monday night football if you're a broadcaster. So the playoff increase in playoff games and Super Bowls, huge, huge, huge factor in all this.
0: Hundred percent, I agree with all. That's to me good analysis. I think, and again, this would just be me speculating until Troy confirms. I think, I, I think Troy. I think Fox versus Amazon. Would be a hard decision for Troy to leave Fox to go to Amazon, even if Amazon really broke the bank. Because, the, like you said, the Fox job, 425 p.m., Super Bowls. I mean, even Troy acknowledged, like, that's a great job. And if you are, you, you're calling the most important football games in a, as a general rule each week. And there's no way, even with money, Jimmy, you know, Amazon can't get around that. Like, they're not going to have the um, most important football games. No. They're not going to have a Super Bowl. And that's where I think the ESPN thing became really interesting because my sense is if you're Troy and ESPN's coming up for not only more money, but their their entire portfolio has gotten better. And then if you're Aikman, I feel like you're getting you're getting everything with the exception of four twenty five on Sunday that you could possibly want.
1: And that was another thing Troy was brutally honest about when I had him on. I asked him flat out. I said, You're gonna do Fox 425 on sundays to 20 million people give a couple million and then go to 5 million people on amazon on thursday nights every broadcaster would say oh that's not a factor i have a job to do I get paid. he was like no that's a factor so i i will say this from the day one that the reports came out about al and troy later on but first al going to amazon I've never believed for one second Al or Troy wants to go to Amazon. I think they would have done it as a cash play. I don't think either one of them wants to be on Amazon on Thursday nights um, after, after the careers they've had.
0: So, okay, one thing about Troy, and then we'll, we'll start us talking about Fox. So I asked him, you know, I said there's only a finite number of number one NFL jobs, and there's only two NFL jobs where you call the top game on Sunday at 425. And I, you know, I said, I don't know how much ego gets involved here, but like how much of that is a factor to you? And he said, the answer is, is yes. Like, for instance, um, you know, you call in the NFC championship game. That's at least 40 million viewers. That that excites me. And he talked about like the challenge with Thursday night is it's not a flex schedule. So it looks to be, this is a direct quote from him. So it looks to be a good game when the schedule comes out, all of a sudden it's not a competitive game. ESPN, Monday Night Football, at least in that sense, Jimmy, takes a little bit away from that in that they're going to get flex as this new contract comes on. They have a Super Bowl. They have playoff games. And by and large, even if Monday Night Football schedule is not as good as Sunday Night Football schedule, it's gotten better over the last couple of years. It still has a more, at least to me, it's it feels more big or a bigger game factor the last couple of years than it did, you know. 2017, 2018, 2016, when very clearly, you know, ESPN did not have a good relationship with the NFL. John Skipper didn't have a great relationship with the NFL. And ESPN was trying to get screwed, yeah. even though they were paying them no, I, All right. I, I, so, me, go ahead.
1: This is just me speaking. For me, the only reason at all ESPN may have felt a little different, uh, ESPN, Monday Night Football may have felt a little differently this year was because of the Manning cast. If there was no Manning cast, I still think Monday Night Football overall feels flat compared to every other package sunday 425 or
0: well the schedule is better though this year i'm not saying it's 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 not as good as the 425 on sunday or sunday night football i'm not arguing that but i i don't know i to me they got better games this year if you look at it right, from I have, the beginning I of
1: the year it. yeah i don't know
0: than they had in years past yeah. you have to go back and look all right go check that
1: i'm mark chapman welcome to the planet premier league podcast each week, Cess Fabregas, Nader Manua, and myself talk all things Premier League. As a player, you don't have time to talk. No. You don't have time to make a plan. You just need to deal with wave after wave after wave. We watched Coach Carter, and he said, oh, afterwards, the game's just about doing this for your teammates.
0: And I remember looking around halfway through the film, and half the squad was asleep. <laughs> Planet Premier League. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so all right, let's go to Fox, and then we'll go back to ESPN. So actually, I, I'm not sure. I don't think Fox is screwed. Like obviously, I think Troy and Joe are are an excellent team. I think they've gotten better as the years have gone on. But I know for for certain how high Fox is on Greg Olson. They think he's a number one analyst. I think the only thing that changes here is just the acceleration of Olson moving into the number one. My my sense is like in an ideal world, maybe. He does another year with Kevin Burkhardt, and then they feel like, all right, you know, we're, we 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 have now established ourselves a second number one behind Troy Aikman. So to me, I think they're just going to move him up. There's no doubt that they're going to look elsewhere. Sean Payton, I know Marshann has put out um, Sean McVeigh. You know, there's always um, you know, there's always a sort of coaching candidate that you know is out there like a. Uh, I'll just throw this out there like a Pete Carroll type, you know who's in the 70s all of a sudden thinks about deciding to retire but I, I don't know I to me like I think Fox is really high on Greg Olson. he's already under contract and I think they just slot him up to the number one and the reality is you could always find a number two or a number three or a number four. but my sense is at least I don't want to read into it from you that you think they're a little more screwed than maybe I think but that's what I think they're gonna do
1: Well, I mean listen, you can move Greg Olson up and put him with Joe Buck, but I think one, you know, Greg Olson's only done that job for a year. Now you're going to put him into the top spot. Two, you know, Joe, and, this is where the problem, I shouldn't say problem. This is, a, this is a huge thing in all this. Joe and Troy were together for 20 years, 20 years. You know. And so whoever goes into that gig, it's going to be really tough. And I think you got to go maybe outside the box a little bit. Three, they have a Super Bowl this year, Fox. They have the Super Bowl. So, whoever you put in that role better be prepared. Like, you can't do what NBC did with Drew Brees this year because it's going to be, you can't have that. And the last thing I would say is this I, I guess I am not as high on Greg Olson as everyone else. I, I'm not saying he's bad. I'm not saying he's not good at his job. For me, this is just me. A, a little too dry, not enough levity, not enough. You know, it, it's a football game. We, a, a little humor, a little. Levity would be nice every now and then. That's all I would say.
0: So, so here, I mean, again, like this is why it's all subjective. There's no right or wrong. Like, you know, some people love X, some people don't love X. This is sort of what makes it fun to talk about. I would say, if I'm trying to think like a, like, you know, the head of Fox Sports uh, production uh, and content, Brad Zager, I am thinking that if I put, if I slot Olsen into the number one, I do have a guy who's done a full slate of games. Who knows the league? Who has sat in production meetings for a year? And I don't necessarily have to bring that person up to speed at all. I guess from your perspective, Jimmy, if you did have an active coach, you know, then you do have someone who again is close I don't, to the I'm game.
1: A, the active coaching does.
0: But 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 I would say the only thing I would say, like for let's just take a McVeigh for instance, or a Sean Payton. Your Super Bowl point is a great one. Like you are gambling that a new person to television can walk in and and be at a Super Bowl level in year one ESPN tried that once with Jason Witten and And here's my thing about
1: that if if you're gonna go that route and try to pluck McVeigh or Sean Payton who absolutely does nothing for me in terms of like excitement level of seeing him as a game analyst
0: McVeigh or Payton which um if you're yeah, I, I don't I'm I like you, I don't see that either. That's one <laughs> I'm like that does not that feel like a slam and dunk. Take to me.
1: that chance and take
0: that risk. And what I would do if I was Fox,
1: if I'm Fox, what I'm doing right now at this very minute is like call Tom Brady and I say, Tell us what you want. And whatever it is, well that's what I'm they I'm sure they're do.
0: doing that. To me, that yeah. is
1: the guy. People yeah. you know, oh, he doesn't want to do it, or he may not want to. Believe me, he's going to get sick of his wife and kids real fast, like everyone else. So will want to do it.
0: <laughs>
1: I'm, yeah, I'm not so want, sure that's the do case, it. given who um, his wife is. The football guy. Personality come out after he got out of jail in New England.
0: But that's, you do, I mean, you. if you're Tom Brady, and you you have essentially carte blanche to do whatever you want, you want to be traveling on the road for 18 weeks a year? Like the 23, 22 weeks a year?
1: What, 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 do you think you think he's flying southwest?
0: <laughs> with, no, uh, I don't think he's so flying like, southwest. I,
1: I, I have a funny feeling. Where does where does he even live now? He sold this thing in New York. Who, Brady, I don't know where, Brady yeah, lives in Florida maybe. somewhere, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I think I think Tom can easily on a Saturday fly from Tampa to Green Bay. Thursday, call the game call call the game on Sunday. No, Tom, this is my oh, point. Oh, Tom will get this special treatment.
0: Tom Fox, Tom just comes in for Fox once. Is, yeah, okay.
1: Tom, what do you want to
0: do? <laughs> I don't see. So, I do so. not think Brady, after playing for twenty something years, the last thing I think this guy wants to do is be on planes every weekend. At least not this year. I don't see that.
1: Again, he's not flying Southwest. You say like Tom Brady. You know what plane he would be on? It'd be better than any house you've ever seen. He'll be able to fly
0: Mur- to Green Bay, the Murdoch seven seventy seven.
1: Yeah. He'll be he'll be home Sunday by seven o'clock. At, by, by let's say the game ends at seven, he'll be home at nine o'clock. Every Sunday
0: night, That'd be I, fine. All right. I listen. I I understand that Fox could certainly pony up that kind of money and and perks. I don't see Brady doing that. I just there. I that would stun me. And he, didn't he just announce he's starring in a movie? This is not. He doesn't want to do. He doesn't want to go on the road to call football games year one after. But yes, if you are Fox, do you 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 must do your due diligence to call up the team Brady and at least make the ask. I'm with you on that a thousand percent. To me, Brady would want to do something like Peyton does. Like I think, if Brady ever does anything like this, don't you think it'd be like a Brady cast?
1: I don't know, but again, if you say to him, "We'll let you do whatever you want. We just need you on Sunday afternoons at four o'clock with Joe Buck." I mean, they can even tell him too. You just got to do the Sunday four twenty-five games. If they don't, if you know, when they have the one o'clock <laughs> game, they can they like, just show you up know. at four
0: twenty, is what you're saying, Jimmy? Yeah. Walk right into the, the right. Booth. yeah, right. no way. All right, listen, let's move. It's 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 but I that's the, but. but
1: but no way, because God forbid anyone in sports media thinks outside the box. has gotta be No, I think you know.
0: I don't think that's outside the box. I just I don't see him doing that. Even if Fox is like you're thirty million dollars, Richard, but Richard, anyway. Richard, you're
1: one of yes, the Jimmy. biggest wrestling fans I know. True and as you know, one of the greatest lines in the history of professional wrestling. Right. Everybody has their price.
0: <laughs> For the million dollar man. All right, Jimmy, let's go to ESPN. Let's say the Troy move gets announced formally whenever soon. So now the next question is this. Who's going to call games with Troy? They have an existing booth in Steve Levy, Brian Greasy, and Lewis Riddick. And they do have extra games now, given the new contract. So in theory, you know, they they, they there's games enough for two booths. So I don't know what's going to happen with the Monday Night Crew, but you don't necessarily have to blow that crew up if... Um, because there'll be additional games. Lewis Riddick obviously may, um, you know, may go to the NFL. I believe Greasy's contract's coming up this year too, so that's it's obviously cool. You a don't think you don't well.
1: think Greasy and Riddick are out?
0: I, I no. I'm just saying that there's a they, they do have additional games. So yeah, yes, I think they're not the main Monday Night Football crew for sure. I think Aikman is not working with a third person. Right. I'm just saying we still may see them on some kind of game call, but. The more important one, and obviously the bigger question is, what's going to happen with the play-by-play spot? And that's where, obviously, it gets back to Al. I think if this hasn't happened already, you know, (laughs) by this morning, um, ESPN has to be talking to Al's reps. Al's not dumb. He's in an incredible leverage. Incredible, by the way, Al's in the best leverage position, perhaps, of his career, given given he's the best play-by-play guy of all time in the NFL. He's in an incredible position because he now has two places that I think I that I think are going to want him immensely. If you're Al, and I don't know, you know, I I I did an email with him not too long ago. He didn't really give much up, but um, if you're Al, I to me Jimmy, like you, this is would be a no brainer. Like if ESPN wants you and Troy Aikman's there, like that's the that's the easiest decision in the world to me. Even if Amazon's offering you a boatload, I I just think it's a. It would be a great gig. You get to work with, obviously, a number one. In some ways, it's symmetry to come back to your, your old home. You're going to be coming back a conquering hero. That that feels like a no-brainer. And, you know, and it, maybe in some ways, you're also sort of telling NBC, hey, you guys didn't want to keep me, and now I'm on this big broadcast. So that feels like a no-brainer. I wonder how you see it. So
1: getting back to the very first question you asked me on the pod today about my first thought when I saw the Marchand News on Wednesday night, my first thought was – Al's going to Monday Night Football. That was my first thought because I feel like I was the first person months ago who kept saying Al needs to call Monday Night Football. Al Michaels should not be on Amazon. I've written it. I've said it a million times. And um, now Martian is reporting that Joe Buck's contract is up in a year and that maybe Troy takes Joe Buck along with him. Now, obviously, I... You know, I don't know enough about that.
0: Joe, Joe, Joe's very, very one. Joe's loyal to Fox, and two, Joe does love baseball. I'm not saying Andrew's not correct in his reporting. I'm, I'm sure that reporting is accurate, but I, that I think it would be much just, just my take in having known Joe for a long time. I think it would be much harder for Joe well, to leave Fox than for Troy to leave Fox. There've been a lot of rumblings
1: think. that Joe maybe wants to give up the baseball eventually. So then that maybe that's not a factor. Now I do think too, if Joe goes to ESPN, ESPN is just going to have Joe Buck do football and nothing else when he's so versatile and can do it. I don't know. It's a weird one. I just, if you take the, yeah, exactly. Around around the horn. He'd be good on that. If you take out, if you take out the buck factor. He would be good. Yeah. And you made me place a wager. I think I was going to Monday Football. That's what I think.
0: I agree. I wouldn't, by the way, I would not have said that before this Troy News. I've been saying. you would have asked me. If you would. It's interesting that you said, if you, if you would have asked me a week ago. I would have thought that Al was going to Amazon because I thought Amazon because they need a star would have just paid him. You know, they would have just throw, brought out the wheelbarrow of money. Amazon just had uh, just brought in a new executive to be in charge at the top of their sports division. Executives want to make a splash for their big bosses. Al Michaels would be a massive splash for Amazon. Amazon, the one thing Amazon can beat ESPN and Fox on, what is it? Obviously, money, stock, and all that stuff. And, you know, again, I'm throwing this out there. This is not a specific exact dollar amount, but like if you're Amazon, who's to say, Jimmy, like, okay, Al, we want you to do this for two years. We want you to launch our our coverage. We'll give you $60 million. uh,
1: You know,
0: $50 million over two years. That's hard to turn down. Getting a five year deal. Uh,
1: You know what? I don't think, I don't, I don't. Saw that around Romo money. The age out of it, which is something obviously NBC couldn't do. If you just go by on performance, Al can easily get a five year contract. And I think, you know, it would be a nice thing for Al to, you know, listen, we're giving you a five year deal, work with Troy for five years. You'll be 82 by the end of that day. And then you, and then you know you're older. Some, with some but, out you know, clauses? You'll be 82, yeah, 83, yeah. and then, you know, good night, at the lights. But. um, Yeah. I, I, I think it, I had a moment with you on my podcast where I said to you, because I think I put, if ESPN goes to Al and says, you know, You want Al's going to ESPN over Amazon. Like it's not even an
0: issue. Yeah. 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 It's a better job. I, no question about that. Again, the, 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 the factor here, you know, the factor here would be what's ESPN willing to do in terms of money. If, if you, if Marshan's reporting is accurate, I have no reason to believe it is not. And so Troy is getting in the Romo neighborhood, right? 17, 18, $19 million a year. Which is, you know, big money. What what are they willing to go to whatever to get out? Well, because that's probably I, gonna be a double digit they, per year. Dollar figure is well, and again, I know they have the money, Jimmy, but that does, you know, it does change your talent structure significantly if you're paying let's sort of just let's just ballpark it here. If you're paying thirty million dollars a year for your Monday night football booth, that's a big investment. I'm not saying they're not going to do it. I'm just saying the one question that I would have is, is ESPN willing to really break the bank to get both guys? And maybe the answer is yes.
1: And I think your question would be more valid. not, Not that it's not valid. I'm not trying to be wise. guy. I'm saying I think it would be more valid in the past where they haven't had year after, you know, you had the complete debacle with Witten, booger on the crane. They got rid of Witten. It was still bad. They bring in Levy and, and Riddick and Greasy, right, they you. haven't been like a sm- they've been fine, but they haven't been. And I think, but but they're not they're not getting people been good. excited. Yeah, I think they've been. And they I settled think them. with the they ESPN now them. having a Super Bowl, ESPN also has to impress. You know, the NFL has a role in this. You know, remember when remember when the NFL remember what?
0: They do well. They, for one the thing, they have to they de facto approve all these broadcasters. I mean, use to re- the to networks. Can, they, go ahead.
1: Right. So I think. To keep the NFL happy, ESPN probably wants Al and Troy as well. And can say, when we have the Super Bowl, this is who's calling it. So the money will be worth it, I think, for ESPN because of all of those reasons.
0: Yeah, again, you know, I have uh, – I in another life, when I used to be on it, that other social media network, uh, I have always said um, – Of course. I've always said, if ESPN wants you, Jimmy, there's always – that's any company. That, that is the – that is Disney's <laughs> – that, that is the Disney – that's the Disney yeah, agreed. Any media company. That's the Disney mantra. And so it's a lot of money in investment between the Mannings and a booth with Alan Troy. But you have like you just said, you have in the very now, short amount of time in like five years, you have changed your Monday Night Football booth dramatically to, right. to have the greatest NFL play by play guy of all time, right? Now, and a guy who's universally considered one of the best number ones. Do ever. you
1: think if ESPN ends up with Alan Troy? Yeah. Sure. Does that hurt even a teeny, a, a teeny tiny bit, the Manning
0: cast? Lisa Salters would be the sideline reporter. Go ahead.
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, because I do think...
0: What would you say? Does yeah. it hurt the Manning cast? Which is interesting. Yes. Absolutely. It makes the... Yeah. I, well, here's my thought on the Manning cast, which was excellent. Uh, its first year deserved all the critical uh, praise it got it was fun to watch I think inevitably Jimmy's second year of the manning cast not to say that it's not gonna be still a fun watch I just think the sort of the excitement of it inevitably is less right because it's year two that's just in anything I don't know year if I two of a that. hit show I mean, year two of a you know okay. second time you see a concert live so all right let me let me just finish though then I think you add, but. The newness of Alan Troy calling Monday Night Football where people are going to be really excited and wanting to see that yeah, group. I do, I do I think it would okay, take some I, viewers I away from he, I
1: think camp. shows yes, can build in year thought. two and year three, especially if they tweak it, and, you know, go to maybe three or two guests per show and stuff like that. Um, but.
0: Right. right. But this is not a drama. This is not inevitable. Is, the plot's not changing. Right. The right. plot is Eli now, and Peyton hanging out, and cracking on if each if other. and You learn case. about football.
1: Any game, any game that doesn't look like a clunker, I think most people would stick with Al and Troy.
0: Yeah. The one thing that Troy Aikman and and Al Michaels do is it just feels big. Like, again, for for the thousandth time, Al Michaels and Troy Aikman are not bringing any new, or I shouldn't say any. Al Michaels and Troy Aikman are not changing the viewership in any way, shape, or form. The game is the game, and you're coming to the game. But there is no doubt that, like, when you look at a matchup and you if you know that Al and Troy are on it, it does feel bigger. And and there is something about wanting to be part of that experience because those two are on the sideline. Let's just let's flip to Amazon just really quick, uh, before we end this emergency session. So if let's say Al does go to Amazon and Troy's an Amazon, <laughs> it feels like Amazon's back to square one. This is when you know if you're Amazon, this is where you're gonna go for a Sean Payton. Type, right? Um, you're going to try... I think if you're Amazon in that situation, you're then going to try to... This is just my read. You're going to try to get the biggest name available in the analyst position so that you can sell the the broadcast as best you can with the analyst. They can always find a play-by-play person. It might not be as obviously big as Al Michaels or Joe Buck, but y- you will be able to find someone to to call these games. But I think if you're Amazon and you want to make a splash... That to me then it almost assures me that you're going to get you're going to get a champagne type. Like like you're going to get some you're going to get a well-known name whether that well-known name has any experience in broadcasting or not. That's my read.
1: See, what I'd love to see Amazon do is go completely outside of the box and and don't do it the traditional way. But they'll never do that cuz they want to, you know, they're shelling out all this well, money. what would
0: that like what would that that's that's your Tom Brady theory or something else? Well, no, no,
1: Tom Brady. No, I I don't know. Go, like
0: like Dennis Miller type, like no, like that kind no, of out. No, 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 no. Um, I'm not saying Dennis Miller, but like you're talking about like like a, using com- like Chris Rock, like using a comedian. No, or something no, like no. That.
1: I mean, I mean, give me someone who's give me an NFL person who you know you may not think of as like this number one analyst, but who can you know like a uh, uh, Nate Burleson. Give me uh who, you know who's done a great job. He'd be yeah.
0: Strahan. Could you get him? I would get, yeah, even just fa- very, well yeah, known, even, famous. Even like, and, and I'm, I'm not, not like, sure how good an analyst he'd be. I'm just, I'm just throwing out like a yeah. somebody you can put on a billboard. Um, like I like to, I love Talib. Like I yeah. don't think they would have the the guts to really do that and to just try to. They they use Taleb on their, I think, on their Twitch stuff. But like, yeah, I, I think that's guy, an interesting who, idea by you though. It should really do something different.
1: Everyone loves his McAfee. Um, probably can't do it with doing SmackDown. He'd be, he'd be Smackdown great on Friday. I don't think you can get him though. He's too busy, right? right. right. But I'm just saying. I, me personally, Barkley. Them, you know, I'd even love to see them. I've written this before, and I, I'm totally biased because I'm friends with those guys. But like, I'd love to see maybe a non-traditional, like non-coach, non-give me like Schrager in that role. Like, give me someone who
0: it, different. I, I mean, she's he, Peter. Peter Schrager is certainly a. Uh, he, he knows the NFL. He's talented. I just, I don't think, and this is no disrespect to him. I think, don't you think they want a name well, brand my, NFL my, person, like a, like a player or, or a coach? I would be way more intrigued by. Like, make the Good Morning Football group, like the call the game? Mean, that's I'm interesting.
1: I'd be way more intrigued if the analyst on Thursday Night Football was Dave Burleson, Pat McAfee, Peter Schrager over Sean Payton or Sean McVeigh.
0: Like, I happen to agree with you. I, agree. I don't think. Right sports I tv either. executives yes. do. Like yes. I actually agree with you. That to me is far more interesting than Sean Payton, right. John Lynch. Like John Lynch. Um, yeah. Who I was mean, just fired. Like I'm just trying to th- I'm just trying uh, Urban Meyer. Yeah. I'm just trying to think of the coaches yeah, who were fired it. this year. Right. Like none of that is interesting. By the way, you think Urban is getting Fox a job at Fox College again? Think he goes back or do you think he has to take a year off? I mean, he might to have, have to, to take a year off,
1: but Fox will bring him back in a heartbeat. They don't I don't think they
0: yeah. Uh, I yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think Fox will bring him back. All right. Is a part of so. Is there anything else we need to talk about as part of this emergency? I mean, listen. Uh, I
1: could I do four hours. I can do four hours. Huge news, though.
0: I did not expect this. I did not expect on Wednesday, February twenty third, to for the for the NFL broadcasting, uh, um, uh, you know, Armada to blow up and the the rever- the uh, Second
1: biggest begin. news story of the week. Bob
0: reverberations. what I say? It's reparations. It's the second biggest story of the week behind you taking morning. a month off
1: from Twitter. I almost had to do an emergency <laughs> podcast about might that. Might be more than
0: a month. There's a lot of rumors uh, out there. It might be more than a month, Jimmy. Um, yeah. So, well, question: yeah, now, how no, did you find really
1: out about to the to trainers be, be if on. you're not on Twitter? The,
0: uh, the, the athletics uh-huh. news desk um, Monitors all social media feeds. Do you feel? I was you pinged you, <laughs> about thirty t- you, Thirty t- Yes. Loop. Yes. I feel. Yes. I. I feel. I feel disconnected a little you bit. Know I'm they, not going to lie. Yeah. But uh. But I think Wisconsin it's
1: just. Coach this week.
0: Um. Yeah. I did again from the athletics news. That you know we have a big slack. Sort of channel with five hundred, six hundred people. Uh, but I didn't see it in real time. I, I admittedly I saw that a little bit later. But yeah, that is the one downside: is you do feel a little out—not a little—you feel out of the loop. The upside is, like you know, my brain is uh, if, has been clear for the last uh, ninety-six hours of people blaming me if, for the Ukraine. So that's like a positive. Something
1: came down, let's say early next week, where Skip Bayless. Where Skip right. Bayless said something. Don't offensive. do it,
0: Jimmy. <laughs> That's why Troy's leaving. He wanted to get away if from something. Skip. Happened. Next finally, week did where it. Good Skip you,
1: Bayless said something offensive and got canceled. Would you return to Twitter to celebrate?
0: I would not. I, I again. I, I realize that you know. I, I can't. I can't lie. There, or, there obviously, probably would be a part of me that would be. If, I would love to if you know, craft, craft Shane But McMahon no, I would not. Showed up on that.
1: AEW next week. Would you return to Twitter?
0: <laughs> uh, that would be hard to. I, I would still would not. But yes, like that. Would that? By the way, that'd be much bigger news to me than. Um, I'm trying to think. Than uh, Bayless, but yeah, yeah. Uh, I it would, again, I'm really, I'm really trying. I'm honestly trying to make a real effort here to to if, to to get away from it. And again, it's there's nothing Donald caused Trump this other than I've been thinking week, about it for a long return time. To Twitter? <laughs> no, I would not that not there's enough people who would uh there's enough I feel confident there's enough people would comment on that to uh would no one needs my take they I mean the reality is no one needs my take. Like I that's sort of what I've learned. I, I no one needs your take did. either to be honest. You know we, we live in a universe of ticks. All right, Jimmy. Listen, coming Anytime, on, like uh, very, very Anytime. big of you to come on this uh, for this emergency podcast. I do know that I, I do feel for you because I think you could have a great emergency podcast. But no. I know you, generally speaking, you only do one a week, right? I wish you could have. Uh, you could have done this for the SI Media podcast because I think
1: I, have, I know I have, how much you you enjoy this on.
0: topic, and you would have a good one. No, really? I mean, so that should, you you should say, get, I should out get this for out for quick you. then. Because there's, o- there's only there's only so many well, downloads. Listen for all of us. Here's the
1: question: Am I supposed to tweet this? Because you're on a break. Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, you can tweet it if you want. I'm just I unfortunately, I, as you know, and I'm being serious here. If I was can, on Twitter, I would promote. Is there anything you as much as I could on this? There, and I would say probably some very nice things. Is there anything Saying, you want hey, me listen, to Jimmy, tweet for you? Great job by Jimmy to like, come on this. He didn't. Can have I to say
1: like, like I was just on Richard's podcast. He says hello to Twitter.
0: <laughs> but I mean, I, you know, I obviously I wish everybody who's on that service well. But uh, I think, Jimmy, I feel like this is a bigger story for you than for me.
1: <laughs> Let me send a message for you on Twitter. That's what <laughs> no, I want to oh, do.
0: Jimmy, I think I, too but, much. Jimmy, you should do. You I, should take off, man. Uh, you might have it. You might have it as right, deep wait, as me. I think it'll help you.
1: Wait, let me let me ask you this question. On sure. a scale of one to ten, right. one being the worst, ten being right. the best, what would you say are the withdrawal like where how is the withdrawal? It was very
0: early. I will say the first couple of days were very hard that you just really wanted to check it. I will I did do something that really turned out to be really smart. I deleted it from my phone the second I
1: Can I go on Twitter and say just did Richard Richard just did Richard's
0: podcast, he said Twitter withdrawal was at a eight. No, it wasn't an eight. It was probably a five. <laughs> But, uh, can I
1: tweet? Can I tweet that? No, that your please, please don't.
0: No, I don't want any any any, any press. Um, Here's
1: what's funny: you say I can't tweet all this, but people are going to hear this on the podcast. So what? That's fine. I mean, okay, let
0: you let and if they're interested in it, then they're welcome mm-hmm. to, to 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 send it out. I, I, I again. So, I, but I'll be honest: with you, like, yeah, the first couple of days, it, it it's still tough. Like, you know, there's a there's a major conflict in the world going on, and I I, I miss reading the the people i follow who are either um in ukraine or who are really thoughtful and smart people writing about this stuff to educate me so that's tough and just like the same thing with sports like you know it would have been great to like have uh the Juwan howard uh greg guard stuff in real time but you know that's the trade-off i feel like you know i got a library card i'm excited jenny I'm can i t-
1: can things. i tweet just did richard deitch's podcast he said he has no message for twitter
0: <laughs> no, you, I mean Jimmy. I can't tell you what not to do, but well, I mean at, I, I'm I telling would, you. I'd, I'd appreciate you not. F- I'd appreciate you not pushing messages on because then it that makes it, it will make it seem like I am trying to get you to message people about what I'm doing, which I do not. It's quite the opposite. Okay. All right. All right. Well, let me let me pr- all let right, me. All right, so Jimmy Trainer is a is a, is a senior writer at Sports Illustrated. You can catch his trainer Thoughts daily. He's obviously the uh, host of the Sports illustrated media podcast this week's guest is molly quirm who that's a really interesting guest my guess is that's a pretty good podcast
1: she was excellent yeah. i really enjoyed talking to her. never had spoken to her before and she talk about the challenges very, of being in that delightful. moderator
0: position which is not easy and in, in first Yes, yeah. all right good that's what we discussed yeah, yeah. as you know generally speaking now, po- most people eventually leave that position and many times leave espn after that position Carrie champion crawford dana jacobson you know Long list.
1: Well, the shows were different. The show was different when they were Correct. doing it, but now that you're not, now that you're not tweeting, you have time to listen to that podcast.
0: <laughs> when is it? out? It's out already, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. So check out Jimmy's podcast. He, this guy loves when you leave a five star review and a nice note. And Jimmy, I, be, I checked your comments the other day. You're getting some nice comments, man. Glad to see. Glad to see that. I think that even yeah. when you're gone from out, SI, whenever that time comes, I'm not wishing for it. Obviously, soon that podcast will continue. Right. I think someone's going to take it over. You agree? Um, No. You don't. You think it dies with you? Well, that'd be a bummer.
1: Well, I, I think it will die with me if there's no one here that I think would be able to do it.
0: Well, let's say let's say you work at SI. Let's just be conservative. Let's say you work at XI for five more years. I I mean, in media, you can't even. You really shouldn't even do more than a year. But let's just say that. You don't think someone five years from now is going to want to take that? Some twenty three-year-old at SI who's interested in media is not going to want to take uh, over that? I
1: I have no way of knowing the answer to that question. All right. I don't think there's anyone here right now who Interesting. would.
0: Interesting. So Jimmy's saying there's no successor at Sports Illustrated right now for the podcast. That's some news. Just I don't got not think some so. News. Well, that's there that's big media news to me. All right. No. There you go. All right, Jimmy trainer
1: especially, especially when the 23-year-old realizes they have to book the podcast <laughs> themselves. That's right.
0: Yeah. Well, if it's anything like when I was doing it, not exactly extra money. No extra cheese for that for that podcast, unless they've changed that with you. When
1: I when I did the poly, when I did the podcast with Molly, um, at one point she's like, "Well, I'm sure you know you know you have your whole staff and your whole team <laughs> yes, staff." Molly. Molly, Molly, do you have a
0: dedicated you have a, dedicate, you have a producer though? I mean, I had Bet marston yeah, my producer was is Shelby Royston. Yeah, he's, he's yeah. excellent.
1: He works hard. Yeah, I, I, the thing. Dan I, Bloom I doing any work no for you? Help.
0: I love Dan. He was like he was yes. very early on was the a big champion for the uh, for the SI Media podcast. There's no
1: help booking. That's the
0: yeah. That's but but even I didn't have that either. You're never going to have that. The SI's not set up right. to have a booker. At least that not. At least it wasn't right. when I was there. I mean, and I would imagine right. that position doesn't doesn't exist. But right. also, Jimmy, the reality is your connections in the in sports media. No one's going to be able to book that podcast as good as you anyway. So. Look at it that
1: well, way. it would be nice. Like, you can email nice you can email Aikman.
0: Like, like that I'm just saying, like as a reality, like if you had a booker, that booker would have to figure out who to email to even make the offer to Troy. That's the difference.
1: Well, no, I wouldn't want the booker to book it every week. What I'd want the booker to do is help me periodically. I, I understand, you know, yeah, yeah. like, hey, you know, Michelle Tefoy is going on a MAGA media tour, <laughs> she's gonna be on with Daich and <laughs> Tucker <Carlson laughs> You've been and waiting. Bumper. You've been waiting that, for
0: that one. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I had to save that one for the end. Yeah
0: yeah a lot of comments on that one all right jimmy Traina, sports illustrated
1: have you have you ever had a guest go right from your pod to (laughs) cover
0: that will never happen again by the way that's my prediction (laughs) for as long as i do this podcast that will never again happen that is a first first and last is uh, is my prediction on that all right jimmy listen continued success thank you for coming on and uh and hopefully we entertain the the people who are into this stuff for uh, for 40 minutes be well
1: and and good luck with the withdrawal thank drill.
0: you jimmy train everybody all right back in the studio wow that went longer than i thought all right Trina, just way too interested in what's going on with me away from this podcast um my thanks to jimmy Traina, in all seriousness for popping on at a moment's notice to talk about this uh very cool of him to do check out his sports illustrated media podcast follow him on uh follow him on twitter and and, and elsewhere but um but I really wanted to do something. This is obviously major news, and like I said, full marks to Andrew Marshall. It is a great scoop, and, uh, and it has significant reverberations everywhere. Um, if you like this kind of stuff, please leave us a five-star review and a nice note. Uh, that is how this podcast continues. The podcast prior to this one, speaking of the NFL, Mike Tirico of NBC Sports, talking about his future in the post down Michael's universe at NBC. Also had a roundtable with um, Austin Carp and John Lewis on Olympic viewership. Michelle Tafoya, and Nancy Armour before that, we had uh, Jim Trotter, Jay McManus on the challenges of covering the Super Bowl. And then before that, ESPN president of the programming and original content, Burke Magnus. Go down the list of uh, of uh, guests, something you should like. In fact, Troy Aikman on January 25th, 2022. Um, so there you go. The guy himself was on this podcast a month ago. Um, my thanks for Patrick Antonetti for turning this one around quick. Thanks to everybody, Cadence 13. And thank you for listening. We'll see you soon on the Sports Media Podcast.